Welcome back, fellow patriots. Just want to take a moment to thank God. He is my source of all things. I am one with God. Very grateful. And because of this opportunity for this show, I am our voice, the people's voice, us patriots, fed up Americans who are tired of watching our country be destroyed right under our noses. And not a whole lot we can do other than flip the House and the Senate in November. And we're just losing our freedoms. You know, it's been, they've been chipping away at our freedoms for decades. But now it's coming to a head. It's coming to a point that's becoming pretty much irreversible. It's so embedded into all of our everyday life now, including our children as young as kindergarten. It's pretty scary. But we can change all that. And with the grace of God... He's giving people like even Elon Musk, who would have thought he would have came out of of the blue to try and stop Twitter for their censoring of free speech. That's awesome. One blessing. My mom used to always say, out of everything bad, something good happens. You know, this pandemic might have shut down the whole country. However, a lot of parents were able to see what their children are learning and how the teachers are just manipulating and brainwashing their children. So in my opinion, this must be the one good thing that came out of something very bad is the parents able to see what their children are actually being taught. And because of that, we are now seeing parents at all of these school board meetings fighting for their children and fighting against the CRT that we all know is being taught in school. It might not be on paper on every grade level. In fact, we do know it is being taught in public schools, not Christian Catholic schools that we are aware of, most of the Catholic schools use the old curriculum, older school books, textbooks that we all learned off of. Bringing that up, the textbooks, reminds me of Governor DeSantis. I don't know how many books there were. I don't have the the number, the facts. I think it was in the 20s. Stopped all the math books. And I also want to say fifth and sixth grade math books in Florida. He stopped them from being implemented into the schools because of the CRT, bringing up the word problems, including transgenders and gays and things like that, when that shouldn't even be involved. I mean, think about it. When we were in school, I mean, I knew of one or two homosexuals. So what? We're all friends. Who cares? But I don't remember seeing any or recall of seeing any transgender. And I definitely do not recall being taught CRT in school. Just normal education like you and me. We even offered in our high school, they were, they were offering a cooking class. They offered the wood shop, a lot of trade. But then again, we did talk already. And we know for a fact in 2009, Obama went in and changed all the education books the history books, especially the dictionary. Remember the Common Core when all of this first took place and they were teaching the children strange math? Someone told me that Abbott and Costello used to have the same type of math in their illogical, it was like a funny part of one of their shows. I guess the Common Core, Obama Core, math is very similar to Abbott and Costello bizarre, illogical math problems. It was all comedy, not to be used in our children's schools and to be taught that way. It was just funny. 
because it was so bizarre and all these extra steps to actually get to the same answer. But it was funny. So I finally got rid of my Netflix membership. Last year, I was trying to encourage my son to stop watching it. He likes the game. And one of the shows on there apparently related to one of the games he played. So I left it running. So I asked him recently, are you like still using Netflix? Not really, mom. What I need, I can find other places. I'm like, great. So I cut it off. So I'm one of the people who are helping Netflix (laughs) go down the drain, as they should. Anything with Obama's needs to go down the drain. And it's kind of funny, Spotify. I don't know if you guys heard that, but Spotify denied Obama's podcast to be renewed. I thought that was well-deserving. And maybe that is why he is calling on all of this extra censoring. You know, we need to censor this, censor that. And with his ego, he got denied. Couldn't have happened to a better person. I was highly enjoying that. But it makes sense now why he's calling on all of this censoring. You know, the other day we were talking about the National Guard, the guy who jumped in down in Texas, who jumped into the water to save an illegal, and he drowned. And now they're reporting the illegal that he went in to save and did save were drug traffickers. Now, they can't find his body. Makes me wonder, and this is just my own personal speculation, because these people are cruel. These people are unthinkably evil, a lot of them. And they probably drowned this guy after he was trying to help him. I wouldn't doubt it at all. You know, a healthy guy goes in to save someone, and now they can't find his body? Come on, something is off on this whole thing. And here's a real shocker for you guys. News coverage of this missing Texas National Guard soldier, MSNBC, zero seconds. CNN, zero seconds covered. NBC, zero. CBS, zero. Whoa, (laughs) ABC covered it for 20 seconds. I mean, we're talking 20 seconds. That's insulting. They're talking about the morale of the guard soldiers down there in Texas and even the border patrol. Them not covering the death of this one guy who was very heroic in trying to save people, and he did, is not even being covered at all. Well, we know why. Because if they were to cover it, they cover nothing going on at the border. I had a discussion with a guy one time on Facebook who called me a right-wing nut about the border, that there's nobody coming over the border because the media won't cover it. So if they were to cover this Texas National Guard soldier who drowned saving, and he did save an illegal, and now coming out that it was a drug trafficker, they would have to expose what's going on at the border. And they're trying to keep it under wraps just like they are not covering our government flying illegals all over into our country. City officials, governors, nobody knows except for the White House where these illegals are going. And I know Obama has something to do with it because he did that when he was president. That's how we got Omar. He put 70,000 Somalis in her district. This is also how we got the anti-American, hate our values, our way of life, highly disliked Christian values, the squad. 
So many prayers go out to the family of this Texas soldier who lost his life. So the Texas Military Department put out a statement, and I quote, The service members selfishly attempted to help two migrants who appeared to be drowning as they illegally crossed the river from Mexico to the United States. Initial reports from the Texas Rangers have determined that the two migrants were involved in illicit transnational narcotics trafficking. They put this statement out on Saturday. You know, how many people have to die at the border? Joe Biden, Kamala, Cringe Harris have blood on their hands. When is this nightmare going to end? Close the borders. And they won't. Cartel are running the borders. Nobody is able to come and go without the cartel knowing it. Joe Biden is so compromised. How he is even sitting in that White House is beyond me. The cover-ups to get him elected are criminal and are being exposed. It's getting to the point where they don't need Joe Biden anymore. So they're going to let him go under. That's just my personal opinion. And let Kamala Harris take over for the next four years. How bad will that be? She's horrible. What if she just had another, what, 13 people now leave her cabinet? Her chief of staff now quit? They can't work with her. She is so corrupt. We talked about this before, how she even got elected. She was down 30-something percent. Calls Willie Brown. We all know she did favors to him on her knees then becomes senator of California. And Becerra, he is a bad guy. And he was in California too. So you have Pelosi, Becerra, Harris, all three from California. And everybody talks about California being California and how bad it is. And people fled California. And I've been saying (laughs) the rest of America is going to become like California. And with these three in key positions, it's looking like it's going to be that way. You know, flying these illegals all over the country, putting them into our neighborhoods. Our kids went from 25 students in their classrooms to now 35. Kids are speaking different languages, not just Spanish, but all different types of languages. They're coming from all over the world to come here for free stuff that you and I are paying for. Thanks to these corrupt Democrats from California wanting to make the rest of America just like California. We've got to stop them in November. It is our last and final chance to stop the corruption. So with the grace of God, we need to flip both houses to red. I need to stay positive and pray. You know, look at Ukraine two months ago. Those people were living just like you and I. It's scary to think what can happen between now and November because they're not going to allow these houses to flip. Nancy Pelosi will not allow it. No way. Something horrific is going to happen. I hate to say that because it's negative and it is hate. And I try to stay positive, but it's just hard sometimes when you watch all this traumatic things going on around our world today and what's going on at our borders and feeling the changes that are not positive in our country. So it's hard to stay positive, but I do have faith. 
And thank you, God, that he's given me the strength and the guidance to continue to stay that way. So please, in November, no matter what is going on, we must go in and vote in person. Do not turn in your absentee ballots so they can cheat. We cannot have a repeat of 2020 and get stuck with the corruption we have in our White House. Joe Biden, who is extremely, extremely compromised, and more of that evidence is coming out. More of the rigged election is coming out. I believe there's going to be some serious documentation on it this week coming out on the rigged election of 2020. My best suggestion for all of us, and I'm sure most of you do agree, is to go in in person like we used to. Do not turn in your mail-in ballots, whatever you do. But every single one of us patriots, we must vote. This is our last hope to save our country, to flip both houses red. If anybody wants to reach out, thank you to all of you who have. I love hearing from you guys. Go to lauramarie at talkthestreet.com. Remember, we're all in this crazy world together. And I am here for us, the American people. I am our voices for freedom, justice, law and order, our way of life, less taxes, less regulations, and less government. We want our freedoms the American way. And with that being said, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back. In previous shows, we've talked about how woke has infiltrated into our schools, our military, definitely our government, and even Disney. One place I don't believe we've talked about is doctor's offices. Yep, it is true. Our healthcare systems are going woke. Anti-racism and critical race theory, CRT, has been injected into doctor's offices. Any past discrimination must be dealt with future discriminations is what they are teaching them. This means that patients in the future will be discriminated against in favor of one group or the other. Talk about communism 101, huh? Here's an example. During COVID, the pandemic, several healthcare systems and states have developed algorithms in which each patient's race was determined whether they received rare, scarce medications such as monoclonal antibodies as treatments. And this is obviously a terrible sort of initiative to medicine. Patients need to be treated as individuals, right? Not partisan or part of a group. And the only result of this kind of activity is to undermine the trust of patients need to have in the healthcare system. With the grace of God, I stumbled across a nonprofit organization called DoNoHarm.org. It's a place to share your concerns. If you see CRT being implemented into your office, have training to put people into certain groups, get fired, please notify them. They might be able to fight for you. Like I shared, they're a nonprofit aiming to combat woke 
healthcare agenda. If you could submit anonymous tips, they're not afraid of the bullying or the pushback. It's for the people who want to do the right thing. So again, if you have a family member, yourself, or anyone you know that's in the healthcare industry, whether it be a hospital or a doctor's office, and they have seen the changes, please let them know that help is on the way. And they actually have a safe place to go to. And again, remind them it's so important that they have the option to submit any changes they've seen anonymously. That's so key in my personal opinion. So many are afraid of losing their jobs, which is their livelihood. They could lose their homes, their cars, children's education, food, what have you. So they need to submit anonymously and they can do that safely at donoharm.org. There is a judge, K.P. George. He is located in Fort Bend County, Texas. He put out a statement to Disney World offering to house them. And he says, and I quote, while you, your company, employees, and diverse fans face authoritarian, anti-business, and culture war attacks from extremists in Florida, (laughs) we in Fort Bend are more ready to welcome the Disney family. Who is this guy? He must be an Obama judge. He probably had a horrible childhood. He clearly doesn't understand business and he must be a woke judge. It has nothing to do with authoritarian. It doesn't have anything to do with all the other things he stipulates in a statement. They need to stay out of politics. That's it. It's the happiest place on earth. It doesn't need to be changed just like Walt Disney created it to be. This guy must have had an unhappy childhood. Remember, Disney World is a guest in Florida, and they started to push this woke ideology after Governor DeSantis passed his bill to keep sex out of kindergarten through third grade. And everybody agrees who really understands what the bill is all about. It doesn't matter the color of your skin, your religion, your ethnicity, it doesn't matter. In America, nobody wants to have their children kindergarten through third, learning about sex. You know, maybe in the Middle East, no offense, anybody, but just Muslims, many of them in the Middle East, the elderly people, men, are marrying little girls, eight, nine years old. Some of them are seven. We all know this. That's their business. That's their way of life, but not here in America. That doesn't follow our Christian values. So sex, kindergarten through third, doesn't need to be taught. Not supposed to anyway in America. And Governor DeSantis realizes that and is putting his foot down against it. And if you don't think that it's in your children's schools or in the neighborhood's kids' schools, you're sadly mistaken. You might want to take a look into it and why so many parents are staying up at these school board meetings across the country. And I stand with Governor DeSantis and his decision to make this into law. He's lucky, and so are all Floridians, to have so many conservatives who believe in American values and our way of life and is against sex education, woke ideology, kindergarten through third. Remember, in the beginning, Disney was staying out of it. They were neutral. And it took the far left progressives like AOC and the squad to hammer and push this CEO to where he flipped and is now going all woke and brought in these key people into Disney that are woke 
strange people that I would never allow babysit my kids. <laughs> Sorry, just my personal opinion. But now they're talking about bringing back the old CEO of Disney to save the day and get rid of this guy. Because now that he's gone woke, he can't go back. And he is isolating the majority of the people. Remember, we talked about the statistics of transgender homosexuals is less than the average who are straight. It doesn't make them any less of a human. We're all God's children. We are all equal. We're just all different. That's what makes the world go around. So who cares if they're transgender or if they're homosexuals? Who cares? And who cares if you're straight? The majority of Americans, the majority of people are straight. It's just a statistical fact. So stop pushing and confusing these children, this woke ideology that most of us don't agree with. You can go by what the Bible says. And the Bible also says we are all God's children. There are many different ways to look at what God's message is. I do want to take a moment, silence of prayer for the Orrin Hatch family. He passed away in the last few days at 88 years old. He served 42 years in the Senate for the GOP. He was known for being bipartisan, for bringing both sides together. Even when things were tough, he still had a way with bringing people together. And he will be missed. So we all know about Hunter Biden, his drug addiction, his sex addiction, his corrupt dealings with China, Ukraine, Russia. And we all know that he's affiliated with his father. The emails he sent to his daughter that he won't put her through the same thing that he had to go through and support the whole family and pay the bills. Also referring to Joe Biden as the big guy. We've talked about that. And we all know for it to be true. One thing that's coming to light, and so much more is on the way. But I do want to take a moment and say, no matter all the federal investigations that are going on and all the suppression in the world, the media referring to it as Russian disinformation, social media burying it, it's not going to go away. He cannot run from it. Joe Biden is not going to be able to run away from the lies he said that he had never talked to Hunter about business deals. It's all coming to light. The White House logs are contradicting what he is saying. I mean, I know early on in my radio shows, I used to refer to Joe Biden as Pinocchio Joe. I don't anymore. I'm kind of sick of it. And I just refer to him as Joe Biden. He's not my president, and I'm sure he's not yours. But the guy, I've said it so many times, the guy lies every time he opens his mouth. You know, have you guys noticed that he hasn't done any television interviews like in the last 10 weeks? Think about it. I can't believe a sitting president is being hidden during an election year with his approval rating at 33%. He should be out there selling what he's trying to do, right? You can prove the White House log against this president, what he's saying, and no, he's not being honest. It gives you two different answers. You know, the one where he says that he didn't have any business dealings with any of Hunter's business associates, and the White House log showing how many times one of his business associates visited the White House 19 times, even on, what was it, November 17th, 2010, when he was vice president, he met in person one of Hunter's business associates. 
He visited the White House more than most have access to, actually. So my take is that most Democrats are now being aware that this is a bigger problem than they realized. This is why they're probably keeping him away from interviews. None of it is effective, though. Either he can't tell the truth in front of the cameras, or you have to hide him. Time and time again, we've seen him openly lie back from his law school days when he plagiarized himself, his first presidential campaign when he plagiarized himself. He said he got arrested for trying to beat Nelson Mandela in South Africa. (laughs) Or when he claimed to be arrested during the civil rights protests. All of these are never, they never happened. And didn't he most recently too say he was a truck driver or something like that? I mean, that's also not true. The guy lies all the time. Or he accidentally reveals what he's not supposed to. Like when he told openly on media about Ukraine and how our troops were training them in Poland. And how he also admitted <laughs> live and I watched it. I looked around going, wait, did he just say that? When he admitted that they had the biggest election fraud in American history, or when he says that there's going to be a food shortage. Those are things that he admits that they are up to, and I would think would be top secret, and he's not supposed to reveal. This isn't a guy who lies making a mistake, or he's mentally unstable. He is intentionally misleading people, and that's why his approval ratings on top of inflation, crime, the border, education, and the unrest abroad is so low. Before he used to be authentic and we can trust him. I mean, I never thought that, but the people who voted for him did. But not anymore. The majority of the polls, those very people who actually thought that, I don't know how, but they actually thought that. Remember they used to call him Uncle Joe? (laughs) Now it's more like it's Uncle Schmo. But they are finally waking up slowly, and they don't trust Joe Biden. Not anymore, according to the polls and talk on the street. It's all so exhausting and so beyond frustrating. I wish there was a way we could put President Trump back in the White House where he belongs. And I mean now, (laughs) to save us all and our way of life, our country, and the world for that matter. And with that being said, fellow patriots, I hope everybody goes out and makes it a productive, glorious, blessed day. You are listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.